Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push Pull Podcast Stories of Human Migration, Season 2. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today, our guest is my favorite student, Pernil Avula. Pernil's going to tell us this wonderful story about his dad coming to the United States in the early 2000s. So, Pernil, this is a relatively recent story of migration, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. All right. So tell me about your dad and how he came here and what were the push factors and the pull factors for him? My dad came here in 2006 when a lot of other Indians started coming. And he came here because of innovation. He had a decent job in India, but he didn't have a chance to innovate. And the work culture in India is very different. There's not much space to have fun and learn new things. So that's why he came to America, because America is the land of innovation. Okay. All right. So from that standpoint, the pull factors were probably Mm -hmm. stronger than the push factors. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, How did he get here? How did he end up in Alabama? What did he have to... The process, what was his process mm-hmm. of getting here? So he obviously had to work very hard because our family doesn't have, family in India doesn't have a lot of money. So he mm-hmm. worked super hard to get an education. He got to college. He got a job. And he his job offered him a position in, multi- in um, America. Mm-hmm. But originally he actually wanted to go to Europe. Okay. But the thing is, in Europe, there's not a lot of job opportunities there nowadays. Okay. They're starting to decline. So America in that time was continually producing new software jobs, and that's what he works in. So that's why he wanted to go to America. So he was initially working with a, a company in, in India? They have a branch in India. Okay. So is that how he got here? Was the same company? Yeah. Okay. Well, so that, that makes it a relatively smooth transition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then when he got here... Things are working well. Who else did he bring over with just, him? Just my mom. Okay, so your mom. Mm-hmm. He, okay. Uh, did they have anybody here in Alabama before oh. they when they got here? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, was, it was just them. It was a bit stressful. I, I bet it was. Yeah, and also they can, they speak English, but sure. it's heavily accented, and they had to learn along the way. Okay. Did they, so they had to try to learn. I suppose how we talk here. Yeah, in, how in we Alabama. talk. Yeah. yeah, because in India, it's from it's like British English, mm-hmm. and also they just teach it differently. So it would be like a bit like Spanish and how we take it in high school. Right. You can, you can speak Spanish, right. but it's much different when you go to Mexico and speak okay. it. Now, do you? What language do they speak besides English? It's called Telugu. It's a South Indian language. Okay. Do you speak that also? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. You pick that up. Uh, sometimes in patterns of migration, the the children don't pick it up quite as well. Yeah, they actually good. didn't want. I actually didn't want to pick it up, but they made me enroll in lessons. Okay, well, that's good for them. Good for them making you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, as you also mentioned, there's a lot of people that have come here from India. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of classmates from South Asia, yeah. and um, I mean that's it's part of the it's part of our community here in North Alabama, a major portion. And other people come from India for the same reason that I suppose your parents did or your dad did. Yeah. There's a, in um, 2017, between 2002 to 2017, about um, the Indian population here tripled. And about a third of it, it's still in like North Alabama and the areas around here, southeast. Yeah. And, and 
people come here from India for high tech jobs, uh, medical stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the ones that I can put right on top of my head. All of my friends like already have like tons and tons of cousins already here. Mm-hmm. I my closest relative is actually in Europe, and they moved like in 2010, like after us. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a great story. This your family story is a really great story um, of of coming to the United States. <clears throat> it's brand new. I mean, it's relatively recent, mm-hmm. uh, Pernil. But this has been going on here for like three hundred years. People mm-hmm. have been coming here for opportunity um, and to find, you know, want to have, as you put it, want more opportunity. Uh, how did you put it with your dad in the business? What was he looking for? Innovation. Innovation. There's a great term. Sure. Uh, he's looking for ways to innovate, um, and this is our country is a place you can do that. Has been, still is, and hopefully it will be for you. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine most of this. Hello, Jake. Hold on just a second. We have an announcement. So we have, five we have announcements in the background. This is lunchtime, and this is our principal making no announcements. Be late so sorry about off. that. But there's nothing we can do about it. All right, pretty. So obviously, you kind of lived this. The question we always ask is, you know, where did you get your information? But you lived a lot of this. Is there anything else that you talked with your parents about just to do this project? I did talk to my dad on like the entire process because I wasn't sure about that, and I actually didn't know he actually came to Boston in two thousand three and two thousand four. I did not know that. Okay, so you did learn a little bit. Yeah. too For this, all right. Hey, this is a great story, Pernil. Thank you very much for sharing it with us. Very personal story. Um, but again, part of part of what we do in our country with uh, migration. So thanks for being here. You're welcome.